The following is a Network Newswire audio production. As a multifaceted financial news and publishing company, Network Newswire uses its network of more than 5,000 key distribution outlets, as well as other corporate communication tools, to introduce private and public companies to a wide audience of investors, consumers, journalists, and the general public. Our reputation for highly efficient communication strategies is based on the experience and relationships our team has in the space. It is Network Newswire's unwavering commitment to connect the investment community with companies that have great potential and a strong dedication to building shareholder value. The following interview features a client of Network Newswire. Network Newswire may have been compensated for the production of this interview. Please be sure to read our entire disclaimer for full disclosure. Thank you, and here today as your host is Stuart Smith. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much once again for taking time out of your busy schedules to listen in to another online business briefing where we shine a spotlight on some of the smartest and freshest plays that are public and also private and on that road to going public. And that's really what we're talking with today with the Flower Corporation. I want you to follow along by going to their websites. It's Flower without the E. So, the website I'm about to give you is flowrco.ca. And the other main website for the company, that one I gave you is for the investors. The main website for the company is flowr.ca. So we're speaking today with Steve Klein. He's the chairman and the chief strategist for the company. So without any further ado, let's welcome Steve to the show. Steve, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks a lot for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time to call in. So, Steve, let's find out what the business model and market is for Flower. Go ahead. Sure, sure. Um, We are a Canadian LP, a licensed producer in Canada, meaning we are the guys that have the license to uh, grow the cannabis and uh, supply it to the market at large. Currently, the market is a direct-to-consumer medicinal market, as I'm sure you know, uh, but about to go adult use uh, in October. And branding and all the sort of conventional things will matter as part of the business model as well. But really, the core of what makes flour different than the typical LP in Canada is our focus on sort of the top-shelf kind of quality product you can find. That's really obviously most important to the consumers. On the business modeling side, though, we also have a really strong background and skill in not only producing incredibly high quality stuff, but producing stuff, I yeah, don't want to get too technical, but at, at very high yields per foot, meaning lots of product per square foot of grow, which leads to very efficient growing on the business side in terms of obviously if you have 3x the product on the same amount of square footage, you have three extra product to sell. It helps the top line very much, helps the bottom line very much. Another important component to both your top and bottom line for high margins is the quality of the flower. I, I spoke about quality before, and it's truly important from a user's perspective, but from a business standpoint, obviously the higher quality of the flower you have, the higher price you're going to be able to command. People I've heard uh, analogize this to wine. I am of the opinion that there is a vast, even a more vast difference between the high-quality cannabis uh, and the average cannabis than there is in the wine industry. So being able to grow that high-quality, high-yield will produce top and bottom line results that make you very happy. But in addition to that, it's doing it at scale that's the critical thing. And obviously with 84,000 square feet underway, you know, that is scale already. So flour will be going after the premium market then? That really is 
the differentiator out of the gate is we're, we're, we're believers that there isn't a lot of high-quality product in Canada. And one of the big reasons for that is Health Canada has very stringent regulations, and the product has to pass tests to make sure it doesn't have too much mold or doesn't have pests and other things that, that it's not allowed to have to pass Health Canada inspection. Most flour does not pass Health Canada inspection. There aren't statistics published on this, so I can't give you specifics. But greenhouse grows, by definition, can't control humidity, so they can't control the mold. And even indoor growers have a hard time growing the product and keeping it clean to pass Health Canada inspection. And when you don't pass inspection, you have to go through a process uh, called uh, gamma radiation, which cleanses those bad things, but also compromises the plant in terms of its terpenes. Basically, from an aesthetic point of view, it tastes and smells less pleasant, plays up on on the terpenes that that don't have particularly pleasant profiles, and that makes the aesthetic experience, even with what started as seemingly quality flour, not so great. We We have a very special team on the production side that makes that happen, led by Tom Flo is really where it all starts and, and his incredible team on the production side. Well, you talk about Tom, so let's learn about the rest of the team. Let's learn a little bit about the leadership for this company. Sure. I mean, I have to start it with Tom because uh, uh, yeah, Tom Flo, one of the co-founders of MedRelief and the co-founder who is responsible for design, uh, engineering, build, and cultivation operations there from the start is our co-founder at Flower. He has this incredible uh, ability and team with you know, just, just tremendous skills as well in, in each of the departments. And, and he's the rare uh, combination of true expert on the cultivation side, but also true expert on the design and engineering side. So what you want to do in an indoor cultivation is, is control the grow and all elements to it so you can affect the flower at each point as it grows to, to nurture it the right way. And the more control of the room you have, the better. And Tom, each time he's built a facility, has seen where he'd like to have more control and iterated his design at each turn. And the flagship facility we're building now is, is really second to none and producing out of the gate you know, really impressive uh, both yield and quality. The rest of the team is, is very strong as well. You know, in Tom's team, one of the important units is construction and, and design and has some really strong talent there, led by a guy named Craig Main, who's been in the business for a long time. We have guys on the business side um, from our COO, David Ralston, who has been in tech companies and has been CEO of several of them and, and had some big exits uh, in senior positions in other companies, and our CFO, who has tons of experience on the public company side, as well as a whole host of, I mean, I, I, I can go over uh, a number of players uh, on the team, but it really is a very strong team on both the business and cultivation side. Very good. Well, thanks for that, Steve. We appreciate that. And listeners, I can't reiterate or say enough about these websites. I'm following along and learning about terpenes, and I'm learning about the different types of cannabinoids right now at their website. So please do visit those sites. They're tremendous websites. They give you a lot about the company's philosophies and the execution of their business model so far, talking about their 50,000 square foot cultivation center. There's just so much to learn, as well as recent news, which we're going to jump into in a little bit. But as the chairman, Steve, as you look back on 2018, what do you see as some of the major milestones? 
as I look back on 2018. Um, funny, I, I guess I wouldn't look at it as a year-by-year endeavor as we've developed the company. We've been at it since 2016, uh, but and it's sort of all flown together. So, you know, we we did our third fundraising this year in 2018, but we did one late late 2017 as well. So between those two, we raised somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 28 million dollars Canadian. Obviously, that's not an insignificant thing. Um, but more importantly, we got several of our licenses, went from late stage applicant to um, uh, license to build, um, then license to cultivate, and about to get our, our license to sell, having taken down five harvests at this point, and having 20% of uh, it's actually an 84,000 square foot facility we're building in Kelowna, BC. Uh, we've struck uh, an important R&D alliance. Uh, R&D is very important to us, and as you could probably tell from some of my past discussion about Tom and his team and the cultivation, I mean, science is a very, very big part of it, and the fact that we're on the cutting edge of design and cultivation is what gives us those great results, but, you know, you want to stay on that that cutting edge. And so our R&D focus, we have some great, you know, Getting back to the team members, uh, you know, some great scientists on the team as well, supporting Tom, and we've made an alliance uh, with the subsidiary of Scott's Miracle Grow, Hawthorne Gardening, which, uh, as you know, many people know, have made a big step into the space and acquired a lot of uh, best-in-class companies in the space, the picks and shovels sort of part of the space, and obviously they want to stay on the cutting edge with their products, so. They were looking for an R&D alliance with uh, Canadian LP where they can truly trust the build-out and uh, the growing because if you're going to iterate a product, you want to make sure that the results that come out of, of whatever that is are responsible um, you know, from the iteration in the product and not some idiosyncratic part of the grow. And, and their trust in Tom and his team and Flower is another great imprimatur you know, of Tom and his team. But it's also an exciting thing for us on the R&D side. Well, Steve, now that we've got some of the milestones for the company since its history, uh, back in 2016, as you mentioned, was the start for the company. Let's look at the goals for the company, not just here in 2018, but maybe Q1, Q2, 2019. What do you see on the horizon for the company? It's a very exciting time for the company. It's a very exciting time for the industry as recreational use is coming in October. There's sort of two parts of, of the goals as you're contemplating going public. There's, there's the building the company, and then there's accomplishing your go public uh, transaction. And we're in the midst of doing that right now and uh, uh, should be on, listed on the TSX uh, in by September, right in the middle of that process now. At the same time, we're completing the flagship facility in British Columbia, uh, already 4,000-square-foot facility that should be churning out on the order of about 14,000 kilos a year next year, once fully operational. Uh, we're also going to break ground on uh, the Scott's uh, miracle Grow subsidiary Hawthorne Gardening's uh, R&D building, the 50,000-square-foot purpose-built R&D facility uh, that we're doing um, with them in partnership. should be a little bit uh, towards the end of the summer as well, so a lot of big events coming up for us between the listing on the TSX as well as breaking ground on the uh, Hawthorne Gardening building uh, for R&D right next door. So that's the, the building side as well as the go public side. Then, of course, there's the execution. Uh, we want to make good in our promise uh, to our investors and, and to our consumers and get the kind of uh, efficient uh, yields and, and bottom line that we're looking for and at the same time really providing a quality product uh, to the market, which we think is going to be 
high in demand, and and we don't know really how much supply there'll be um, from from the producers at large. Well, it sounds like a great time to be taking a closer look at Flower Corporation. Flower spelled F-L-O-W-R. Those websites again, flowerco.ca and flower.ca. Well, Steve, thank you so much for your time, your personal insight, and letting us know that the rubber is really hitting the road for your company right now. And investors, now's the time to look at this company pre-public. Do your due diligence. Those websites are terrific. Steve, thanks so much for your time. Thank you very much. All right. For Steve Klein, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. This audio interview is an original broadcast provided by Network Newswire, a multifaceted financial news and publishing company delivering a new generation of corporate communication solutions, including news aggregation and syndication, social communication, and enhanced news release services. Network Newswire may receive payments for corporate communications relations, as well as various press releases and social media solutions provided to its clients. You should assume that officers and directors of Network Newswire or financial analysts mention hold a position in and may intend to trade these securities for their own accounts. This interview is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, investment in the featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This audio interview by Network Newswire does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used in statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources, but not verified nor guaranteed by Network Newswire as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. Please see our full disclaimers and disclosures at networknewswire.com.